Hello and welcome to the Business Growth Accelerator. This is Isar Metis, your host. And before we get started with today's episode, I want to ask a question. Did you know that many companies today or individuals are leveraging podcasts as a way to build authority in their field and engage with their ideal clients? I assume the answer is yes. If you somehow missed the previous episode, go check it out because in it, Larry Roberts, who teaches companies how to launch successful podcasts, shares the A to Z process on how to launch a successful podcast, and he does it in less than eight minutes. Now to this coming exciting episode. My guest is young, smart, driven, and extremely sharp. She is a lot of fun too, and she's one of the best people on the planet today in getting positive ROI on paid ads. And why is she so good at it? Because she developed an incredible system that helps her clients clearly identify and target their ideal customer persona. Now, if you want to clearly identify your ideal client, grab a pen and paper and get ready to learn from the master. Growing a business is tough. Believe me, I know. I'm a serial entrepreneur with three startups behind me. One went public, the second busted because of bad decisions by the CEO, that was me by the way, and the third grew to $100 million in sales as part of a larger company that got sold. It took me 20 years to learn how to do it right, but now I'm on a quest to get you there much faster. I'm hosting senior business leaders, entrepreneurs, and world-class experts. Together, we search for gold, strategies, systems, processes, and practical tips that you can implement to grow your business. You will hear fascinating business stories, really funny moments, and lots of actionable business tips. Welcome to the Business Growth Accelerator. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Business Growth Accelerator. This is Isar Matis, your host. And I'm very, very excited to have Lisaine Murphy with me today. The very first thing that caught my attention when I found her was on her podcast, the Marketing Matrix podcast, which Matrix by itself was a great movie, but she references The Princess Bride. And as a geek that thinks that this is the best movie ever made, you're like, okay, I'm into this podcast. I hit subscribe. I don't have a clue what she's going to talk about, but I'm in. And, and I was, and then I found a lot of really great content about marketing, mostly about Facebook ads, but about marketing knowledge and really thought after tested real life marketing that you don't find in a lot of places. And so I begged to bring her over and here she is. So Lisa Murphy, thank you so much for taking the time and joining us at the podcast. It is my absolute pleasure to be here. I'm having a blast and just looking forward to our continued time together. Phenomenal. So, Lisaine, very quickly, a minute and a half, how did you get to running an ad agency and doing all these amazing things that you're doing? Yeah. Well, I think I think the best way to describe it is, is I kept making a bunch of divine tripping into the next thing in my life. (laughs) I have done just about everything and worked in every single industry. And it was by chance that I had a friend who called me up and she said, I don't know what you're doing in your life right now, or if you're even into marketing, but I have a job that I think you'd really enjoy. And I 
never thought about marketing at all. And I was in my master's program at the time. And so I decided to apply for this job, but with no expectations because I was actually planning on going to PhD school. So I was, I was getting my applications ready for that. And I was shocked at how much I liked the interview process. And it was also funny because I mean, so I, they gave me, I made it to the second round of interviews and they gave me a list of like what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to create a Christmas campaign for their events. And they were like, what's the primary messaging? What's the secondary messaging? And they, they put all these marketing terms. And I was literally like, I have no idea what any of it <laughs> even means. So because I, I, I tapped into my, my friends who were getting the marketing emphasis in the MBA program. And I said, hey, can I take you to dinner? Can you sit down and look at this and tell me what all this stuff means? Yeah. And so they did. I had one of my really good friends. She sat me down. She said, okay, this is primary messaging. This is secondary messaging. She actually took me back to her office space and we just mapped out what my whole project was going to be. And I had a blast. And I was like, I didn't realize how suited my strengths were to marketing. So I ended up with this marketing job and through it, I fell in love with Facebook advertising because of the analytical capability of it. And so I started getting some coaching clients on the side. They turned to agency clients. I eventually left my corporate job and the rest is history. But even just telling this story, I just had an insight. The thing that set aside that project, and it's the thing that sets me aside as an agency today, is I created four different avatars of like the types of people that needed to be marketed to for their Christmas campaign and how we would approach each one with a different message and a different offer. And they thought that was like life-changing for yeah. me. I, my emphasis for my master's was organizational behaviors. So like it wasn't too far from, yeah. <laughs> from like what I would normally do, yeah, 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 yeah. but that is such a big piece of the focus in my agency now. And what makes us different is we focus so much on the dream customer and we call it dream traffic. We really dial in on what dream traffic is and, and how to do that. And, and so, yeah, so like I never looked back since then, but it, it was a rocky road for a long time. But so Facebook kind of found me, you know? Yeah. Phenomenal. I, first of all, I love these kind of stories because you, you randomly yet successfully found a place where your passions and your skill kind of connect to a very needed point in others, people's careers, businesses, and so on. And I think it's great what you said as far as things you are doing differently in your agency. Tell me what that is. Like, what's the secret sauce? If I want to run a successful Facebook ads campaign, what are, because I know you're teaching this as well. You're not just doing this. So people sign up to your courses to learn this. Give me the crash course. This is the masterclass crash course on Facebook ads. What do I need to know five minutes to run a successful Facebook campaign? Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of different tactical things and I'll, and I'll leave YouTube to do the teaching there, but what really sets a good ad apart is understanding. I'm just going to go deep into this, into this dream customer, dream traffic idea, really? because whenever I talk to people and I, I'll, I'll ask them, you know, like who, who's your dream customer? They, they fall into two major categories. One is they are very demographic based and very general. So they'll be like female entrepreneurs between the ages of 25 and 40. And I'm like, and, and they're like, that's it. And uh, it's like, well, 
what kind of entrepreneur are we talking like an online entrepreneur, a brick and mortar? Are we talking a freelancer, whether crafting and building their own thing or like we're digital, like, like what, what is it? And then like, what type of person are they and are they married or not? And are they interested in like, have they bought coaching or not? Like, I mean, there's just, there's so many different things that like the people just don't dive into. The second group of people is that they go, oh, I know my avatar perfectly because I am my avatar. <laughs> like literally like, th- like there's just different variations of those two things. And I was reading this brilliant book called The Perennial Seller from, by Ryan Holiday. And he calls out directly people that say that I'm my own avatar. He was like, he was like, okay, cool. So now you have a market size of one. Congratulations. But he talks about how, how ill-informed it is for you to say that you are your avatar because it's, you forget the journey that you've been through to get to where you are. And so if you, if you only think from where you are, then you will just miss the mark on hitting where you were 20 years ago. And you have to work in a much larger sample size than a sample size of one. For sure. So you've got to get out of that thinking. And so, so I have developed what a dream track traffic framework that goes into six different categories of understanding your customer's psyche in order to really dial in who it is you're speaking to. What makes a Facebook ad successful is that you adequately capture and keep the attention of the person that you are trying to market to. You have to first capture it, and that's a very visual thing, right? That's like through the image, through the video, through your first three lines of text, through your headline, through the emojis you use. Those are some ways that you capture their attention. But then you have to keep it by showing them that you know them that you've been in their shoes, that you are understanding the pains they are going through and the results that they're trying to attain in their life and in their business. And if you can do that, then you will earn the click and then you can continue to earn their trust all the way through to the sale. But these six areas are really important to understand. Six, sorry. Yeah. Oh, the first, the first area, and that's, and this is the area that everyone goes into is demographics. Okay. Like demographics. Those are the things like age, gender, political orientation, marital status, their career. Like, are they, are they a professional or tech school trained? What kind of education do they have? Like the very, the the general stuff that like you would collect on like a census type thing, like demographics, but that's just the beginning. And most people stop there. Okay. The next level is what we call psychographics. Okay. So psychographics are everything that has to do with the mind and the heart. So like where I I like to call like the demographics are like the body, whereas the psychographics are the mind and the heart. So those are things like what motivates this person? Like what, what fears do they have? Why are they trying to get a certain result? What's keeping them from doing it on their own? Like it's very, like very, psychological and meta and it's, it's the, it's the area that I really like, but you have to dive into those pieces because it changes your messaging. Like for example, I'll give you one quick example. So I, and I learned this from Seth Godin. I'm sorry, I'm an avid reader. So I keep mentioning books, but like, I just, I love going back to the learner piece, right? I love same here, same here. But Seth Godin talks about how there are like, so Russell Brunson in expert secrets, he talks about how everyone makes decisions based on if it will increase or decrease their status. Seth Godin takes it to another level and he says, well, there are different kinds of status that people go after. And there's two main kinds. 
One is a collaborative status where like they care about who is in the room with them. They want to know who's at the table, right? And, and they're going to work to get into the right rooms. It's a very collaborative type thing. And then the second type of status is competitive status. This is the type where it's like, I'm going to prove to my parents that I'm better and I can do this. I'm going to beat my neighbor. I'm going to be better than everybody else. It's like the king of the hill mentality. Yeah, Whereas yeah, like yeah. one's like, who wants to sit at the king's table? And the other one is who wants to be the king of the hill? That messaging is very, very different for Absolutely. both of the types of status. Absolutely. And if you don't identify for your dream customer, which type of status you're going after, like, like, so the messaging, like for the king of the hill is like, you need this product or service to, to prove to your parents that you can be more than they ever thought. Someone who's collaborative is going to be like, I don't care about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? A collaborative person is going to be like, come on this summit. I've got this person and this person and this person and this person. And they're all going to give individual attention to those that attend the summit. Right. Whereas like this summit is going to teach you how to be better than everybody else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It can be the same product, but how you, message it and position it in the marketplace is going to attract a very, very different audience. So psychographics and understanding those are very, very, very important. Another one is offer graphics. So offer graphics are understanding all about your offer and how you, how you package it. What is your stack? What are the results that are coming? What's the value that you're giving there? How is it different from the competition? Right. Another piece and I should have mentioned this one before, but I call it, I call it behavioral graphics but behavioral graphics are what type of actions are they already taking in the marketplace? So this is like a red ocean analysis. Like if we're taking from like Peter Drucker or, or Steve Larson's teachings, right? It's like what's already going on in their red and how can you pull them over to your blue ocean, right? So customer graphics, are they already purchasing things in the marketplace? What do they like or not like about those things that they're purchasing in the marketplace? Understanding things like that. That's really, really important because it allows you to be able to throw rocks and, and change how you how you talk to the people that you're marketing to. Then we have competitor graphics that gets its own section because you have to understand how your competitors are talking to people because one you should first if you're a newer business you should you should mimic them. You should copy them not 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 like plagiarize but like you should take a lesson out of their book and follow follow them because if they are already getting a slice of the market that means people are already buying in that area, right? Going back to the red ocean analytics. So you should be there. And then the last thing is with customer archetypes. We talked about this more in the, in the longer session, but you don't just have one dream customer. You have multiple segments and whether it's like a differentiation between like business experience, like the newbie versus the, versus the experienced person or age where like, like different generations are going to react to things than a younger generation or gender men will react things differently than women. Like there are different, there are major separators that create different archetypes that will cause you to need to market to each archetype differently. So going through a thorough exercise of understanding like how to calculate your and understand and, and define and give meat to the bones of your customer archetypes and your dream traffic is what we call it really allows you to be crystal clear on what kind of messaging needs to go into the ads for the ads to be successful. Cause I mean, we talked about like, I mean, the, the pixels are important. The objective, the campaign objective is important. How you place the ad is important. Whether you do static images or videos are important. Yes, but all of those things will matter way less if you get it right. If you get 
dream traffic and understanding your customers properly in the beginning. Lisaine, this is incredible. Like there's so much depth every time I listen to you on the level of understanding. And I thought I knew one or two things about, about Facebook ads. And I'm like, I'm a complete moron. Like what the hell was I doing? Like literally that's what I'm thinking in my head as you're saying your things, because I did stop at demographics and maybe a little bit, okay, here's what the competition is doing. It's working. Let's see how can I tweak that and build on top of that. That's it. So I absolutely love this. You already kind of spilled some of the beads. We have a much longer section or session about this that is like 45 to 50 minutes where we dive in deeper. And I highly recommend you hit the subscribe button somewhere, wherever platform you're listening on, because the other episode is going to come out within a few weeks. Uh, and I highly, uh, if you like this one, then, then I definitely uh, suggest you stay with us and listen to the other one. How do people find you? if they want to learn more right now and don't want to wait a few weeks to listen to the other episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share that. So there's two main places. You can listen to my podcast as well. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're already a podcast person. So you can go back and forth between mine and Isar's podcast. So my podcast is called The Marketing Matrix Podcast. You can subscribe at themarketingmatrixpodcast.com. Would love to have you. I I talk a lot about half of my episodes are solo episodes and the other half are guest episodes. And so we dive into all kinds of marketing with the guests. And then with me, I focus mostly on on Facebook. So you can do that or you can join if you want to have conversations around marketing, you can join the Facebook group. So my Facebook ad ninja group, uh, Facebook ads for coaches, course creators and lifestyle brands would love to have you join the group and come join the conversation. And yeah, we just have a, we have a marketing party over there. So if you're, if you're into nerding out on marketing and really want to get into paid advertising, then that's, that's the place to be. Amazing. Lisaine, thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you more, listen to you more, learn from you more. I really appreciate you spending the time and being with us today. Thank you for having me. Wow. Like just wow. This is why Lisanne Murphy is in a league of her own when it comes to return on ad spend. And I hope you found a lot of value in it as well. And now you have two really fantastic options. Option number one, you can skip to episode 13 with Pablo Gonzalez. It's only 10 minutes long, and he shares how he helps established companies grow sales by scaling relationships in a non-salesy way. It's an innovative way to grow companies, and it's brilliant. And yes, he is my business partner, so I'm not completely objective about this, but trust me, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. Now, the other option is you can go directly to the story by Uri Argov. Uri started his company in his laundry room because he had to find a way to pay the bills. And 22 years later, that company was generating over a billion dollars in sales. That's a billion dollars with a B. Now, his fascinating story with all its ups and downs has really, really invaluable business tips in it as well and great life lessons. And it's spread over three full-length episodes. And the story is really amazing. It's touching, and there's a lot to learn from it. And I highly recommend you would listen to that as well. So it's up to you whether you want to grab something in 10 minutes, or you want to take the time and listen to three really fascinating episodes that took somebody from his laundry room to a billion dollars in sales. 
Your business growth is my number one priority in this podcast. To do that, I want to bring the biggest names that I can and get you practical tips as frequently as possible. And you can help. Visit Apple Podcasts right now, subscribe, download, rate, and review the podcast, and I would really appreciate it. And if you want my number one tip for business growth acceleration, visit growthaccelerator.biz right now. <laughs>